0: What up, what up? Welcome into the fourth quarter podcast, the inaugural episode. Yes. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ben. This is Coda. Sorry, you say Oh, me. you're fine. This is Coda.
1: <laughs> also, are we the fourth quarter or the fifth quarter podcast?
0: Fourth, yeah. Fourth, fourth. Okay. no. I'm learning this as we go. Yeah, no. I. I def- Decided we're not gonna add it. I like it. Yeah, like it. And, and here's why it's the fourth quarter, guys. Is because, uh, Coda and I are both married and, and life is busy, and you know sometimes yeah. you don't get to watch more than the fourth quarter. Exactly. I I, I laughed with my wife Shannon and said I was gonna make the slogan because that's all my wife will let me watch, <laughs> and she did not appreciate that. So. This
1: we had a similar thing this yeah. Sunday though. Yeah,
0: when we went on the walk. Dude, absolutely. Yep, we missed the third quarter, but we were back for the fourth quarter. We get what counts, and uh, we're going to fill you in on that, friend. Yeah. So here we are in my Harry Potter closet uh, <laughs> in our you know tiny apartment. Coda and I live in Los Angeles. Um, if you happen to remember my voice, uh, you are one of a very distinct population who uh, appreciated the On a Dime podcast with my beloved friends, Jordan Blair and Ken Anderson. So, guys... Um, I wanted to do a podcast again. I met Coda here in LA. He's the man. Oh, we are suffering, kind. closeted sports fans it's here. A desert out here. No one wants to talk with us about sports, <laughs> but we're going to teach him what's up. Exactly. We're going to show send this him... to everyone we know. Exactly. We're yeah. going to show him what's great about this thing. So, um, Coda, I wanted to briefly interview you, and huh? you can do me as well, but. Love um, it. Let's just get to know kind of what we're bringing in sports-wise. Let's get our biases all out on the table. Right. Let's just have We've Got fun a lot it. of them. Oh, so, it's, just, yeah. it's just where you get to at our, at our old age. So, <laughs> uh, Koda, who, who is your ride-or-die team? You can pick one or two if you want.
1: The ride-or-die number one team would be Oregon. Anything University of Oregon, so all sports. Born uh, and raised black. in Oregon. It's a culture. I've never went to the university, but if you're born there, you just have a right to stake yourself as a part of it. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's super yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. You weren't in Eugene though, right? You no, remember. I grew up about like ninety minutes yeah. south of Eugene. Okay, is so that closest. just all duck country? Is it's there any all beavers all or where does beavers that come would be like a little bit of Portland? Okay, and kind of the coast. Yeah, because they're a little closer to the coast, but everything else it's all Oregon. You'll get imagine. beavers mix in there, but it's all Oregon.
0: Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine that Portland cares a whole lot about sports. And maybe no. that's
1: just being... Soccer city. Huge soccer city. Yeah. And okay. Blazers. But, like, honestly, football, no. Okay. No one, no one cares about football in Portland. Dude. Yeah. Well, you
0: know. Sorry. Sorry. Your loss. Um, right? All right. Who would you say is, like, your guilty pleasure bandwagon team? Someone you have really no right to like, but you just picked them.
1: Well, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. And you know this a little bit about mm-hmm. me. The Golden State Warriors. Hell yeah. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Hell yeah. It's just so fun to watch. It's And people hate on it, but it's like, they're so fun to watch. The way they move the ball, the way they shoot. like It's winning, just a blast. Winning basketball. Yeah. And I honestly, I was bandwagoning before the yeah. first NBA Finals. So okay. it was like, well, we'll or at least like post-Steph yes. and Clay. Like I was bandwagoning before they finally won one. Okay. okay. So I was starting in like 2014-ish. Yeah. Well, of I course, think, I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to check with yeah. the offline whether it's oh, yeah. line. <laughs> or not. But no, we'll give you that. Oh, thank um, you. All right, Koda, what would you say is your best sporting achievement in life? It's, it's funny. Ben sent me this question last night, and I was like, oh, I have to think about this. Because I only played organized sports through, like, my freshman year, and then it was all just, like, rec leagues after that. Okay, so I was like, yeah. I don't have a ton yeah. to look back on, but in seventh grade... It was um, junior varsity basketball at Scenic Middle School, let's go. Central Point, Oregon. I yeah. hit the buzzer-beating three oh to gosh. win just a regular season game. It was okay. the only game we won, though. Okay. Oh, and wow. I remember it being the stupidest decision because I, like, got a rebound. The game was tied, yeah. and I got the rebound under the rim. Oh, let go. And I dribbled out to the three-point line to shoot the ball. You know, and if it did not go in, it would have been a totally different experience. But that no, was the best moment of my life. There's a people. reason that you like the Warriors then. You know? Exactly. Unconventional. I knew corners. it. I knew it before anyone else. Did. From a young age. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Okay. And then quickly
1: sporting event that you're dying to attend. I was actually, I was going to say the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Because it's just like, there's something about the Rose Bowl, especially growing up on the West coast. Yeah. Um, or if you grew up in big Ten country too, but right. it's also attainable. Like it's like a hundred bucks. So honestly, the one I think, that I'm like I would probably never go to, and I wish I could would be a World Cup final. Oh, I think that would just like that's so crazy to think about. Yeah, so once every four years, it's such a big event. That Damn. would be like Damn. nothing like it. I Especially imagine. the one if you get anything
0: similar to what we just saw this oh. year, and will we ever an we iconic ever. Yeah. man himself finally Literally.
1: leading? You finally, know, uh, it it just it's always just such a big. Yeah. Like energy, oh. even through TV, you're just like, oh, I want to be there. It's special. Yeah. Oh, man. Well,
0: you know what? I'm actually going to agree with you on that, so maybe we'll attend that one together. Uh, hey, U.S. Yeah. 26. That's right. We yeah. live in freaking Los Angeles. This Who knows? Is maybe we're gonna be at so far. Uh, that's one of the host stadiums so i'd give them i'd give us the final yeah oh wow this is crazy so we <laughs> <laughs> i was like am i seeing things so we just had our lights flicker and if you happen to hear something that sounds like mild construction or someone who's not supposed to be in this room talking uh this is what it is to live in la you yeah. live in an apartment
1: you're you know subject to the tyranny because this is like the most basement. separated room mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like too. And yeah. we're hearing still so much.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, you're a good sport. Coda is inevitably
0: one of the best sports. Um, oh, that's too. Oh, sweet. okay. That's funny. I think I that think you might have just been, it. been Coda. Okay. It's um, funny. All right. So, anyway, um, let's move to the beer and buddy banter. I'll give you a couple quick ones for me, too, guys, just yeah. before we do. I'm a ride or die Warriors fan. Ironically, yeah. that's. Uh, Coda's bandwagon team. Maybe that's why we're doing this together. We we uh, appreciate each other in that way. Um, you know what? Though? I'll say they're really my bandwagon team, ironically. Uh, I'm from Virginia, which is I mentioned yeah. this because my ride or die is the Washington Redskins slash football team slash commanders. <laughs> slash pig? Slash, yeah. yeah. What is it? Tutty? <laughs> Lord have mercy. I was with Coda when that dropped and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm you know laughing through my tears anyway <laughs> best sporting achievement um i would say finishing the half marathon version of a spartan race that's intense that to me i threw up for the first time in my life while doing an athletic event and, how old were you uh yeah last year 29 Wait, that was the first time you ever threw up that was it wow i did mid distance this track and i never threw up that's impressive yeah well i think it's a testament to both how hard it was and yeah how unprepared i was <laughs> uh so here we are and then um yeah again we're gonna go see the world cup we're gonna see usa figure out how to like actually win one more than one game do you realize that did we talk about this they won they, only one only game? one game in four only one and game. somehow they still were in the and we're know, still on like a victory tour right now that's it guys it's this true. is why the nfl is more popular anyway yes. um Beer and Buddy Banter, guys. Triple B. This is going to be a regular occurring segment, regularly occurring segment. Essentially, um, the reason Koda and I made this podcast is because we love sports. We live in a town that doesn't really <laughs> love sports. Yeah. There are sports fans here. But we're just burning to talk about sports things whenever we get together. Yeah. And that's really what this segment is, is, hey, there might be some kind of uh, you know hot topic, a game, a bonus story, Hell, Elon Musk might buy Twitter. Something we need to talk about. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so we're both drinking beers hypothetically during this. I actually have a birthday coffee. I I entered my Steph Curry year today. <laughs> uh, you'll be hearing this tomorrow, uh, the day after, in my thirtieth. Uh, big day, big day. Yeah, but anyway, what I wanted to mention today is first of all, our, our thoughts and prayers are with Demar Hamlin. Yeah. Anybody who watched that that horrific moment in the Bills-Bengals uh, Monday night game was either in tears or just, frankly, horrified. And there's been a lot of really poor reactions to it, so I think I'll simply just say, man, uh, Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott got it right. They it was, were shutting that game down immediately. It was... Being like, it's not important compared to this. Yeah.
1: I mean, when it happened, I was shook up. Yeah. I was actually with a friend, and we were like... It was on the background, and he noticed that yeah. all the players were huddled. Um, and I was just shook, but it wasn't till the, the coaches and the teams met that that's kind of when I was like emotional. Cause right. that was just like, it was, it was a huge game. Yeah. And for them to, it was just, I don't know. Hey, Mandy is honestly a lot greater than we think it is. Yeah. You know, and even all Bengals fans rooting and applauding his teams left the field. Like yeah. it was a cool moment Yeah. for a really, really tough situation. Yeah. And, and to have that
0: happen and then have Jeremy Renner have his, uh, yeah. snow plow, Injury, um, nearly fatal. Um, Yeah, I I just think that was a real, just eye-opening, a real just sad awakening kind of evening. Um, On a more upbeat side of things, um, my Doves keep on winning. We may be at five hundred. Yeah, (laughs) but the two, the two overtime win over the Hawks was. Inspirational, yeah. minus uh, the best player in the world, in my opinion, Steph Curry, uh, who apparently is pretty healthy. Actually, yeah. ahead of schedule, Clay drops fifty four with Ridiculous.
1: 10-3. Ridiculous. Looney
0: with the tip in. We're twenty and eighteen. You know we can like maybe over the hill see the Pelicans. Well, you know in the far distance. The fact now. that
1: you guys are twenty and eighteen and so bad on the road yeah. is insane. You're yeah. not going to be this bad on the road the whole year. It's right. just not. There's no way. What was it's, it like three and sixteen or something like that? It's something horrific. Yeah. I think it is because I think
0: we're 17 and 12 yeah. at home.
1: There's no way that holds up. Yeah.
0: You know? Amen, brother. Yeah. Amen. You say you guys. You were we're both warriors. We're right, together. There's no way
1: we. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, dog? What's on your mind?
1: I mean, it's just been a crazy like month of sports. Yeah. It's been like one of the most exciting, probably like falls of sports I've seen in so long. Yeah. I mean what we had. And we'll be playoffs as usual, NFL, college football, NBA, World Cup. Yeah. So it's just like, there's been so much to take in. Yeah. That it's almost been overwhelming in yeah. a good way.
0: And we had Christmas away from each other. There's Dude, nothing, yeah. nothing to get a chat about there. I, I have so much to say. So yeah. much to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything in particular you're like, that really stuck out of all of that time?
1: You know, not probably what we're talking about the most yeah. today. Yeah seeing Messi win the World Cup yeah, was, like, right. the coolest thing yeah. I've ever seen in sports, honestly. Because yeah. it was, like, everyone had such a connection to that. Because, honestly, like, soccer's a special thing in America, I think, because, yeah. as you can probably attest, most Americans know that we're not going to do well yeah. when the World Cup's happening. So it's, like, you're able to root for a dude like Messi. And, honestly, right. I, honestly I would rather have had Messi win the World Cup than the U.S. win the World Cup. You also agree. have the chance down the road. So, I don't know. I think that's the thing. Just this past, like, month that stuck out with me. is like, yeah. what a special moment. That was so cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is. I think that's fair. It's just not, like, a cultural expectation that will be relevant. So, Mm-mm. good on him. Uh, again, they practically blow it in the final. So, <laughs> I, it was just a lot. It was a it lot. It
1: was. All right. Coda, take us take us to the next segment. All right. Well, a big, big weekend of college football probably the most exciting college football playoff games of all time. Yeah. Which has been great because I feel like the college football playoff has kind of been a bit of a dud. Totally. Um, which is hard. Four teams was never going to be great yeah. in hindsight. But it's there's never been, like, multiple both semi-games and championship being so good. And championship hasn't been played yet, but based on the semi-games, I think it's going to be great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think... We might have underrated TCU a little bit. Sure, yeah. Um, and you and I have actually talked about TCU throughout the season, and I think we are part of that demographic of people that didn't think they were so good. Yeah. But it was hard. They are winning games by, what, six, seven points for six, seven weeks in a row. It was like, we've seen teams like that in the past where they're winning, but it's like it doesn't look great. You're spot on. Yeah. You
0: don't want another like Michigan State who
1: comes no. in and gets... The floor, you know, yeah, or like with them. That year, what was it? I think that was 2016, 2017, the year Notre Dame got in and got absolutely smashed. Figured out how good Alabama exactly. was first Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, I am part of that problem. I did not think TCU was for real. And then they lost Big 12 championship game. And I'm like, this team is going to get smoked. Yeah. And then really for the better part of the Michigan game, they dominate. Yeah. I mean, they looked like they were far and above. Heads and shoulders better than Michigan was. Yeah. More prepared, they look stronger, they look more physical. Michigan made it close at the end, but, like, TCU dominated that game, which is something I didn't see coming at all. Right, yeah. So, again,
0: for those of you that might have missed it, TCU edged Michigan 51-45. Georgia Georgia, um, survived Ohio State 42-41. I don't know if I want to say they beat Ohio State. I kind of feel like Ohio State won that game. They just didn't make the field goal.
1: Yeah, and that was brutal. Bro, that was like it was. It wasn't even a missed field goal. It was like, it wasn't anywhere near no. a, a goalpost. No. Yeah. Well, did it get blocked? No, it okay. was. I mean, I watched the replay because I thought it might have gotten tipped. I mean, I think just. I think the ball the moment was like got parallel big. with the ground. It was shocking. By the time I, it hit, like I was like that. It was brutal. Mm,
0: that's either like the worst. You, shame you gotta
1: look to up either. the like CJ Stroud, Ryan Day, like <laughs> sideline reactions because they're just like, what did I just witness? Oh gosh! But no, Damn. I I agree with you. Georgia's an interesting team because they dominated all year. But yeah. if you look at the schedule, they haven't had a lot of big games. Okay. Um, Ohio State is only the third ranked team they played. Yeah. No. So and they dominated. Yeah. You know, and prior to that, they played uh, Tennessee. Well, they played LSU too in the SEC championship game. They played Oregon. They dominated all of those ranked teams, rip, which is yeah. kind of what I expected Rip. That was hard for me to say. <laughs> But that's kind of what I expected because yeah. they've been so dominant. No, so to see Ohio State really, honestly, maybe play a better, all around game. Yeah. And still lose. I don't know. I feel like Georgia got a little lucky there. You know that's that was well
0: said. I think the point is is who has more points on the board at the end of the yep. game, and yep. they you know they didn't even need overtime to do it. Yeah. So uh, you know, here you go, Georgia. I'll give you respect. So. What do you think are the
1: keys to the final? It's interesting. Yeah. I think Max Duggan is obviously such a big key to the puzzle for TCU. Yeah. I don't think they would be anywhere sniffing a playoff without Max Duggan. He's yeah. so much better than I thought he was. And I feel like that's like the caliber. That's like the standard you're looking for. Is like the last couple games now, Big 12 Championship was the same. Through the air, not really doing much. Uh-huh. Through a couple of couple pigs against Michigan, but it's, he's just willing them to win. Yeah. He's getting done the ground. He's making the throws when they have to be made. Um, I think that's like the standard that you're looking for with the quarterback. Yeah. I'll throw it back to my bias, Justin Herbert. Yeah. His final game the before himself. the NFL draft was the Rose bowl in 2020. He had a terrible passing day. I think he was like 16-30, and 100 yards, but he ran for three touchdowns. No he, kidding. The final game-winning touchdown was like a 30-yard run. Okay. He never runs the ball. Yeah. But it's like that's where you're looking at these quarterbacks, like a Max Duggan where it's like he doesn't have to have a pretty game. He's just willing them to win. Yeah. So I think he's the key. The problem, though, and I was looking at this today. Yeah. Georgia's defense is so good. Mm-hmm. And they're worse than they were last year, and they're still the best defense. <laughs> it's they're Like, insane. here you go. Everyone in the first round of the NFL draft. I don't like, know. how. here's your future, and, and, and we a decent, still good. It's, it doesn't make any sense. What? Yeah, I mean, I was looking at, they played Bo Nix, Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Um, those two were in the Heisman conversation all year, and they yeah. had both of their worst games against Georgia. Um, CJ Stroud had a great game, but he's CJ Stroud. I think he's just one of the general. He's gonna be a top pick, he's gonna be very good.
0: Four touchdowns, no picks for Stroud. Exactly.
1: What a game. Insane. If Max Duggan can get it done, I think TCU could win. Okay. In an upset. Okay. It's not what I think's going to happen. It's what I I want to happen. Feet to the fire. Not what I want to say. Yeah. But I do think Georgia wins. Okay. Things can be close though. Things be high scoring. Give me a score. 38-34. It's kind of what I'm feeling right that's, now. That's really I mean, both good. semifinal games, very high scoring. Bro, Georgia's defense looks a little defense No, <laughs> it was ridiculous. That Michigan TCU game was. We were texting during that. I've never seen anything like that. It was like you couldn't like even touchdown go to the bathroom. No, it was like nuts.
0: Every five milliseconds, yeah. and it
1: wasn't like touchdown drives. Yeah. It was like sixty-yard runs, kickoff return. It was like I love summer.
0: McNamara for Michigan, but like, bro, like if he's throwing. Is it McNamara? Am I wrong there? Am was I mixing Mac- these guys up? Is it McCarthy? It was McCarthy him. in the semi. So it's JD McCarthy and Cade McNamara. Yep. And, I just and McCarthy played in the semi. Made them a baby together. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyway, I'm like he's, he's okay, he's and fine. he's slinging these down the field. I'm like, all right, yes. I yeah. And so I would say my my keys were Duggan versus Bennett. I mean, talk about someone who looks like very average Joe in Stetson Bennett the yeah. fourth also was a walk on a junior college transfer uh both of those yeah. things meaning that he didn't it didn't work out as a walk on um that's amazing right and then uh won the championship last year and now is gonna be
1: trying to win back to back i don't even remember the last time oh, someone was back to say back-to-back. i don't know the last time maybe it was something tells me it was Florida? Well, let's look this up. Ohio I'm really State, curious.
0: I'm really curious. Last back to back, if I can type, college football champions. Florida,
1: the yeah.
0: University of Florida. There are li- Tebow years, yeah. People are gonna be listening today, potentially, <laughs> that were like in diapers when that happened. Two thousand six.
1: Dude, thirty three and six overall record. Wait, hold those on. Two years.
0: No, that's basketball.
1: Oh. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay, dude. well, that's a
0: fun fact for you, friends. That's a fun fact. 2006, 2007. Uh, Joking Noah and Al Horford.
1: That's hilarious. They beat Oregon the Elite Eight.
0: Oh, I'll no. never forget it. Oh, no. I'm so
1: sorry. That's okay. Okay,
0: well, I guess we're going to have to do this the hard way, then. Uh, Alabama. What looks like... Oh, Lord have mercy. Why didn't we yeah, think of that? Yeah, they won three in four years. 09, 11, and 12. And
1: then the world took the a breath The state of Alabama won it for four years in a row.
0: Wow, what a refreshing. Also, refreshing Oregon
1: losing in, in to Auburn twenty ten, part of that. Oregon we're, we're just always on the wrong side of the stick. But we're moving on. You know, we are. there's positive better things. days ahead. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, that's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, I think the the only key I would mention, and I actually have this happening, in some kind of like a it's just the playoffs, people are just playing bizarrely. Well, or poorly, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I would say offense versus defense, mm-hmm. respectively. There, Amari Dimarcado for TCU, seventeen carries for hundred fifty yards. It's ridiculous is eight eight point eight a carry, in a That's touchdown. He was a baller. It. Oh yeah. If he can somehow yeah. even get even crest a hundred, that'll tell us something yeah. about what they're able to do versus oh, yeah. Georgia. I'm gonna just go ahead and take TCU at forty-two thirty-eight. It's gonna to have to be Ooh, high scoring for them possibly. to win.
1: They're not gonna be able. to But I mean,
0: I just I think it's really unlikely no. that they win. Unfortunately, I agree. But we'll check back in. We'll next check time. back in. Yeah. Coda, um, let's let's talk briefly. I would love for you to kind of give us, and I'll even give you a little bit of a. A piece here to, to, to move off of, but let's do a very
1: brief recapping
0: of week 17 in the yep. NFL as we move into our 18th week.
1: Yep. Well, something that super stuck out to me this week, and it's I don't, I feel like it kind of got lost in a lot of the news. Obviously, the stuff um, from Monday night and then the weekend right. on Sunday was crazy. Sunday night, Kenny Pickett <laughs> absolutely balled out in the fourth quarter. That dude... I was so shook. I have kind of been a Kenny Pickett hater. Oh, for sure. I think he's in a bad situation. But, I mean, the interceptions, the decisions. Dude, that last drive, he looked like he had done that a hundred times before. Yeah. It was so calm and collected. And it was like the first time I was like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's he's the guy. Maybe. Can I say something mildly offensive? Say it. We'll see. This is still going to keep
0: it clean. I want a nice, clean podcast, yeah. but, you know, Kenny Pickett might have these small Burger King, you know, hands, but, man, does he have cojones. <laughs> like, that dude down the stretch. Dude,
1: it was ridiculous. I mean, that was a dime. It was, dude, it was just a great drive. There were portions of the drive, too, where it's like you could see a rookie quarterback getting flustered. Yeah. Yeah. He just stayed calm. Yeah. Did, did what he needed to do, and then <sighs> made a great play to get them the end zone. You know,
0: 168 and a touchdown, you know. it sounds, Doesn't jump out. <laughs> sounds oddly like yeah. a Zach Wilson it stat does. line there. But,
1: you know, it's a 16-13 Steelers win. I it think okay. it's a really good team. Yeah. And to keep them in the playoff hunt, too. Which is like, there's so many stakes there for a rookie quarterback. I just thought I was Crucial.
0: really, really impressed. Crucial. Absolutely. Um, amazing. Yeah, what okay. stuck out to you? Um, I would say uh, the Packers continue to win, and we'll talk more about them in a second. I don't understand the Vikings. I don't want to even begin to explain why they are so inconsistent, but, you know, God love them. And then the game that I was watching very intently— was the 49ers Raiders led by the mighty yep. Jared Stidham with nothing to play for? Absolutely nothing. And they were like, guys, let's just ruin the 49ers day. And they it got so,
1: so close. close.
0: Remember, we watched that together. We watched that together, and I'm like, are you kidding me? 365 and three touchdowns yeah. for Jared Stidham?
1: Jared Mr. Wasn't? Irrelevant Stidham? I mean, what a strange QB matchup that game was, it regardless. Was never predicted by Vegas. If so you were game looking at happened. the beginning of the season, you're like, well, their car's gonna be starting for the Raiders, yeah. And then you're thinking it's gonna be Trey Lance or Jimmy G, probably Trey Lance, at that and time. probably Trey right? Lance, yeah. And suddenly you have Jared Stidham and Brock Purdy starting this game, oh and they balled out. It yeah. was like a great QB match. Dude, it made no sense.
0: I feel like you know how Jimmy Kimmel does that, where like they they go around the streets and like fake interview people and like ask <laughs> them. I feel like it's either Kimmel or Fallon, but mm-hmm. I swear if you went with a microphone around San Francisco and you're like, who is Brock Purdy? Go. No one would know. I mean, what Twenty percent? Maybe like Die Hard fans. Brock Purdy
1: and he. What if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl this year? I mean, he's got a starting job, bro. He's a franchise QB. You can't you you can't be like Trey Lance is going to start after that. Yeah, Trey Lance is in the worst position ever. Okay. hasn't okay. What can he do? Yeah, because heal hopefully heal. <laughs> but it's like once he comes back, they're winning. Yeah. I mean, then I I don't see a world where they're just like. Cybrok. Yeah. You went undefeated in one of these games and put up great numbers. Totally. Okay,
0: so a couple other quick hitters. The Pats evened the their record with the Dolphins at 8 and 8. Again, we'll talk about the Dolphins here again in a second. Um and then the Saints beat the Gardner Minshew, one of my favorite quarterbacks on God's green earth. <laughs> uh and the Eagles, which was a really important loss for them. Big loss. Um Man, is that devastating. And then I think everyone in America was really saddened to see my commanders fall to the Browns. I think they're probably America's team right behind the Cowboys. I would agree. Uh, But that's because Carson Wentz was started. I'm going to just go ahead and put that right on Rivera. I would agree with you. Taylor Odu-Heineke is my dog, and I'm pretty bummed. Yeah. Um, Well, fantastic. So, Coda, is there a game or two that you feel really passionate about uh, in week 18 that you're going to
1: be tuning into if possible? Well, it's going to be interesting to watch. There's two games that really, like, mean a lot for each other. Okay. And it sounds like they're going to be happening at the same time. Okay, Which fine. is interesting, which is Ravens-Bingles. Yep. Yeah. Um, which has a whole lot of things now because we don't know exactly what's going to happen with the extra game. Right. And then you have Chargers-Broncos. Yeah. And that both those games have huge seeding implications because right. Ravens win, yeah. I think still would take the division uh-huh, uh-huh. and it pushes the Bengals into the wild card. Okay, okay. Which then for the Chargers, the Chargers are in a position now where they're going to play the Ravens or the Bengals yeah. or the Jags or the Titans. And I think any football fan, even with how the Jags are playing, any football fan would say, you're going to want to play the Jags or the Titans. Yeah. So it's interesting because they're happening at the same time. I yeah. think. They might be playing the Ravens game at 10. In that case, I would say if the Ravens win, if you're the Chargers, you're going to want to rust everyone. Uh-huh. But no, those are two big games I'll be watching. I'll also be watching Vikings and Bears only because, and yeah. we'll get into this a little more, Yeah. I think the Bears are going to win that game. Okay. Honestly. Okay. I really do. Justin Fields is legit. I uh-huh. really like him. Uh-huh. And I just don't believe in the Vikings. I just don't. And it's been Kirk Cousins' whole career. Yeah. And I honestly love the guy. Yeah. I think he's great. I think a he gets hated on a lot. Yeah. Puts up great numbers. Yeah. He a great receiver. That helps. But he disappears in big games. It's just like, that's what he's always done. Yeah. Yeah, this Packers game, I don't think that's an anomaly. Like, you don't just... I mean, what was it? For a while, it was like 41 to 3 or something. It was like 40 to 3. It was a budget. You don't bat. just yeah. go down 41 to 3. No. Like, that's not, that doesn't just happen. And I believe
0: it was the the night game. Is that right? Which is like it was this, later in the day, yeah. It was this running thing about Kirk Cousins. In big primetime games. It's his, it's his, it's, it's his like thing. the bane of the, his existence. So, the good news is, it's a 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m., Eastern Standard Time game that could not be loves to play more time. middle of the road. Kirk, <laughs> you're welcome. So yeah, that'll be worth watching for yeah. sure. um Oh, amazing, amazing! Yeah. I love it. I really hope my commanders beat the Cowboys just to gut punch them. Hey, Shout out happen. to my dear friend Emmanuel and my father in law Rob Rose who love I could see it America's team it. in quotations. Yeah, um amazing. Okay, well we're gonna play a game. And this is a game that those who enjoy the On a Dime podcast, uh, may it rest in peace, uh, will remember called 3 for 3. Come. Um, and 3 for 3 used to be, and will continue to be next NFL season, we'll pick the three closest money lines, the games that Vegas just can't figure out, um, and we would pick them head to head. There are okay. two of us. There are not three of us, as there were in my previous yeah. podcast. But we can still pick three games. Uh, we, can st- we can even flip a coin if we wanted to. We won't do that this week. I really want to take this week, week 18, and pick the winners of the three games that are most interesting, I believe, okay. with stakes on the line. So those right. three games are Jets at Dolphins. Okay. Again, not in snowy New York. We're going to be down in Miami. Uh, the Giants at Philadelphia. Big game. Haven't heard whether that's a Jalen Hurts start or whether that's Minshew. I haven't out. heard
1: either. I was trying to find that. No news.
0: Friends, keep an eye out on that one. And then Detroit at Green Bay. Again, hard for that to mean anything for Detroit, but it could happen. Could. Green Bay would complete their miracle comeback. Um, so, Coda, the New York Jets are going to Miami uh, in a pretty pivotal game for both teams. Who do you, who do you like in that game? What's the, what are the factors that you're
1: weighing Yeah, it, it's hard because both teams are reeling right now, as we've all seen. I think I'm giving the slight edge to the Dolphins just based on coaching staff, talent of players on the field. I think the Dolphins have a better team. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're an 8-8 eight eight team. I, I don't. I think they're better than that. Yeah. How um, did they get here? I mean, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I think they fell apart a little bit. I think Tua's so streaky. Yeah. I think when things are well and going good, he's really good. Mm. But then he faced a little adversity, starting with the Chargers game, the 49ers game. Just seemed like his morale was just shot. Yeah. But I think if he can come back, a little better energy. I think they have it. Honestly, regardless, I think they'll win this game. Okay. But I think it'll be close. Okay. Yeah. So what if Tua doesn't play? What if we get Skylar Thompson? It's a little bit more of a toss-up. I still think the Dolphins are a better team, regardless, yeah. and I think they have a better coaching staff. Yeah. So I'll go the Dolphins anyways, but I'd say whether 2 players are plays or not, it's going to be 7 to 10 point. I don't think it's going to be a blow-up by any means. I agree. I agree. And I think I will also
0: take the Dolphins, even if the mighty Schuyler Thompson is their starter, because of uh, my beloved Mike McDaniel. The uh, I refer to him as the Silicon Valley reject yep. himself. He's just cool. He clearly knows what he's doing. Okay. You know, the Niners raised him up. Uh and and he just has a very brilliant offensive mind. I feel totally. like he could probably make me a starting quarterback in the NFL Agreed. with what he's shown this year. Um how on earth the Jets fell to seven and nine or in this position, people jinxed the hell out of them.
1: They were I doing agree. so well early. They looked mind. so legit.
0: But I don't care. You put Mike White out there, Zach Wilson. Sorry. Yeah, Zach Wilson, yeah. that is his name. And definitely Joe Flacco. I mean, that's just that's not going they to happen. I'm sorry. No. Sauce Gardner could play every defensive position yeah. and that's not going to happen. Um all right, we're going to go up north uh to uh the Philadelphia Eagles. Most big, big game
1: hosting the New York Giants. Big game. Another game where we don't really know QB wise what's going on. Right. And right. that that's a huge factor in this game. Huge factor.
0: And Gardner's been good, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, he's so underrated. He's honestly, he could be a starting quarterback on a handful of other teams right now. Bro,
0: call him up, Washington. I great. would love to
1: get a Minshew jersey. No, he's been great. He's been holding it down. It's been the Eagles' defense that's really lost in the last the last couple games. Right, I mean, Garners playing great. Yeah, he's like he's putting up numbers. Offense looks good. They went toe to toe with Dallas. Yeah. Uh,
0: but it was like toe to toe in like the TCU Michigan kind of toe to exactly. toe. Right. Yeah. It was almost like who had the ball last. Yeah.
1: So it's interesting. I think that bodes well for them, though, against the Giants because Giants, obviously, is not an explosive offense. Right. Um, they do what they need to do, which is right. great. I think Daniel Jones is honestly a lot better than people think. He does what he needs to do, but I don't think they're going to score enough points to win in this game. Yeah, yeah. Good defense, but Eagles, are their offense is so clinical. Um, I just don't see the Giants keeping up. Um, I could see this being, you know, a good first half. But I think mid third quarter to fourth quarter, I see the Eagles pulling away. Yeah. You know, probably you know 34, 24 type game. Uh huh. And it looks like the Giants have, even if they lose this game, um,
0: secured the sixth seed. So yeah, There is no way they can lose that, as far as I can tell. Yeah,
1: they're just playing for seeding at this point.
0: It, it just it's gonna be really more about Philly. Can Philly hold that number one? Right? Yeah. Can they hold off? the feisty Niners uh, and gosh uh, I feel like Jalen's gotta play at this point even if he has no show, no throwing shoulder no showing you shoulder you have to. Um, love that and then lastly oh I will um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say in, in Gardner we trust I'm gonna pull a uh, another home favorite here I think that they're a slight favorite over New York if they're not I just yeah I saw that today um, and then this is one where I feel like interesting game and also, kind of like, I don't even feel neutral about this. Like, I'm practically bleeding royal blue right now. Same. Like, please, God, yeah, do not allow the Packers to come back and do this. It's so disappointing. It is. Detroit, you, you could have easily made this simpler for yourself. Yeah. And now I think they have now, to win
1: and get another... I think it's a Seahawks loss. That's that exactly have, it. Which Dang is hard Dakota. because this game's really interesting because this is a primetime game. Which honestly, the NFL really screwed up the scheduling of these games because if the Seahawks win, it's, this means absolutely nothing for Detroit. Yeah. This will go from a really big game to a sort of big game. Yeah. So it's really it's gonna all depend on what happens in the Seahawks game, which they're playing the Rams. The we mighty just got Rams lit up the last couple <laughs> weeks, so I I mean I want Detroit to win. Yeah. But I feel like. The Seahawks are going to beat the Rams, and then it's just demoralizing at that point. Dude. And I think the Packers just would lay it on at that point.
0: Okay, so you totally destroyed my my matchup here because you're smart. But let's so let's just say it, this football game is strictly for pride. Who finishes higher Ooh. in the NFC North? Let's say the Lions. Um, they lose their internet. They don't under, They don't have any knowledge of who wins the yeah. Seattle game. Which we're calling it that because that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Do you think they get it done on the road, or do you think the Packers protect Lambo?
1: It's it's similar to the TCU, Georgia feeling. Yeah. I want to say Detroit yeah. gets it done. Yeah. That's I don't want anything more in this world yeah. other than maybe a charge of the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers has been here. Yeah, that team's been here. That coaching staff's been here. That fan base has been in these games. That place is gonna be crazy. Yeah, they know what it takes. I just don't see the Packers losing the game, um, which hurts to say because there's absolutely nothing more I want to see than Detroit take that game, regardless of what happens earlier in the day with the Seahawks. Absolutely. But I just don't see the Packers losing. I think if the Seahawks lose and Detroit has a chance, I think it'll be a close game. Packers win. I think if <laughs> I think if the Seahawks lose, if the Seahawks beat the Rams seven, eight hours prior to this game, I think the Packers take to Yeah. a, a blowout. Yeah, I
0: think there's nothing really at stake for the Lions players even. I feel like Goff no. has clearly shown what he can do yeah. this year. Dan Campbell and his crew, they're just feisty. I agree. Um and yeah, I mean again, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the pack. I hate it with everything in me, but if I'm trying to be a, a good prognosticator, yeah. I, I think Green Bay probably protects yeah. Lambeau. I don't think Detroit's the most difficult competition they've had. I think the no. Minnesota's better than Detroit. Agreed. Um, but that means that we have picked only one upset. But believe it or not, we did pick an upset because as of today, the line is minus one to the Jets. So we technically oh. picked an upset there. I don't know okay. what they're reading. They must really hate Skylar Interesting. Thompson. The Eagles are 14-point favorites. Oh, uh, see, that's disrespectful. That's 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 I don't ridiculous. see that at all. I'd see four or five points. That's ridiculous. No, that's, Saquon Barkley. That's would ridiculous. Eat that person alive that made that line, and then the Packers, uh, not even a touchdown favorites against the Lions. So I think they also are. They
1: know it's gonna be a good game.
0: I think that they can't like factor in the Hawks game to that no, line, right? They can't. They can't be no. like, well, Detroit's not gonna care. So, um, amazing, amazing. Well, there you have it, three for three. Coda um, and I are. We're not always gonna. We are friends. We're not always gonna of pick course. the same thing. But we have
1: Miami, we, Philly. we really are on the same energy here. With I think these games. it's just this tiny little box we share. Yeah. Well, tell me though. We yeah. may differ on this. If you had a sure thing this week, a, a team you're absolutely utmost confident will win this week, who would you go with? That is a great question. Um, gosh, I would have to say,
0: um, where is it? I, I'm gonna say Bengals. I think the Bengals absolutely get it done. Yeah. I think there's no way. I think Burrow's way too good to lose to Tyler Huntley, and I just think I there's agree. too much on the line, and they are fiery. Like, they want to push for that one yeah. seed. That would be what I would say. Okay, I
1: agree. Yeah. Okay, is that where you... No, you can't agree, Coda. I agree with you. Okay. It's not my sure pick. My Thank sure you. pick would Thank be you, Jags over Tennessee. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. I what mean, they're playing so well... Also, the AFC South is the worst division I've ever seen in my life. But definitely. They are playing well. And the Titans are starting Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. I just Are you saving Malik Willis makes for the no playoffs? Sense. Like there's just zero chance that Tennessee wins that game. And I could totally eat my words next week, but I just have never felt more confident about anything in my life that the Jags are going to win that game.
0: Maybe they're going to just direct snap to Derrick Henry every day. The play. whole
1: play. Yeah. The no. whole game.
0: Trevor Lawrence, you gotta get this done, my man. He's a dude. He's gonna have He's a dude. uh a hell of a third season. I'm yeah. stoked for him. Well, that uh, I think let's wrap it there. I think with, yeah. with what we've said, I think that's utter gold. You can take all of those picks to the bank. Yep. Yeah. Uh we will be right yeah. on all of them. Of course, because there's never anything surprising. We're never wrong. Particularly in this NFL
1: season. <laughs> um so yeah. Yeah. And next week we'll be talking about Cultural Playoff Final. That'll dude, be big. Dude, really be. hope TCU pulls through, but we'll see. And week eighteen recap. Looking forward to the playoffs. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. Lots of people are locked in yet, but seating is gonna be very interesting to see where it lands after this Sunday. Yeah, and Monday. So we got a lot to talk about next week. Absolutely. Yeah. This was the inaugural fourth quarter podcast. <sighs> Feels good. A little janky, a little awesome, a little less construction. Interesting, than I less thought. construction. Right. Yeah, this is great. You're a good man, Carter. You're a good man. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. And we'll see you next week. Yes, sir.